And welcome to another edition of Across the County. I'm Noah. Thank you so much for joining me. Well, whenever I want to change the conversation, you'll understand that here in just a second. I bring on my friends, Andrew Gade, Sam McPeak. They host Change the Conversation every Saturday on The Answer San Diego, 8.30 to 9 p.m. And if you're listening on KPraise, head to TheAnswerSanDiego.com and check out everything about their show, Change the Conversation. Guys, welcome back. I'm excited to talk to you. Noah, thanks for having us. Thanks so much, Noah. Really appreciate it. Yeah, it's my pleasure. So we're going to do a little bit of a, a lightning round today. I found three, four things, topics that are of uh, newsworthy content on the on the old interwebs and thought we could discuss them. And I want to know your thoughts on these topics as well. So you ready to go? Fun stuff. Let's do yeah, it. Yeah, you know, you know, it's dangerous searching on that interweb there, Noah. No, you don't want to do that. No, don't, <laughs> don't give me control. No, no, no. Well, the first one is kind of affects us all especially here in california the california recall are you guys on board with it i am for me it's not a republican issue it's not a democrat issue the governor that's in charge pretty much shut down businesses all across the state for a prolonged period of time maybe at the beginning it made a little bit of sense but when the data started to come out and people's lives were pretty much destroyed businesses closed that would never open again this is something that if you ask me and many people out there which is why the recall is taking place it's inexcusable. This guy needs to go. Uh, Sam, we'll start with you. What do you think? Absolutely. Yeah. You know, I mean, one politics isn't my, my go-to forte most of the time, but I, I do think that it's, it's really hard to be able to justify some of the things that have happened. I mean, just the way that the, the, the situation with small businesses were being affected in this entire quarantine, it just really gave them no chance to be able to find success in any way, shape or form. So I, I mean, it's, I'm personally a supporter of it. I think it's not a party issue. It's just an effectiveness issue more than anything. Oh, I agree with you 100%. Andrew, what do you think? Yeah, you know, actually, I'm on board. I signed the petition. Um, and you know, the unfortunate reality is, you know, as my prediction is that it, it's not going to go through. I mean, we're not going to see a 50% majority for the recall. Um, I, I really thought it was a setup from day one, another distraction. Um, I mean, Newsom has been, um, I mean, it's, 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 it's sad. I mean, really sad what he's, what he's done, um, neglected to do for our state. Um, and at this point, unfortunately, I don't think this recall is going to go through. Um, unfortunately, it just seems like it's another publicity stunt to keep us distracted while, you know, it's like Sam mentioned, we have small businesses here struggling. Um, and especially as the reopening's coming here, uh, we're not seeing this big uptick in, in business. Um, and, and still, you know, small businesses are struggling to hire employees. So, I mean, we got, we got a lot of stuff in California. Um, I support the recall. Unfortunately, I think it's going to, it's going to fizzle out. Yeah, I like your answer. I, I, I hope you're wrong, but I think you're right. We'll put it that way. So do I. <laughs> All right. Second topic of discussion here, guys. And uh, since you guys have your own show, Change the Conversation, I know this kind of hits very close and personal to you guys as well. Censorship within the mainstream media, on social media, the cancel culture. If you ask me, it's out of control. The last I checked, this is America. We're all supposed to be able to have our own voices, no matter what our opinions are. You can discuss, you can disagree, you can go back and forth, but nobody, even if they disagree with me, deserves to be canceled. We all have our own voice. It needs to stay that way. If I jump in there real quick, I'll, I'll hop in here first. Um, 
you know, I think it's sad because I believe in open information. I believe that everyone should have a voice. And if you don't like the information or something you're seeing, that you know, don't look at it. You know, if you don't like the movie, I'm not a big big fan of horror movies. You know, so I I kind of prefer uh, comedies. You know, so it's I, I don't believe that we should get rid of all all you know uh, horror movies out there, right? And, and R-rated movies. Um, I think it's important that we have access to information. Um, and and I think what's happening a lot of not to cancel culture. What's happening in our schools and our children, um, where they're limiting information trying to, um, you know, unfortunately kind of force feed um, their, their own narrative. I agree 100%. And as a fan of horror movies, I'm glad you don't think they should be done away with. I just want to point that out. <laughs> yeah, I have nightmares still, Noah, so... Well, I just I'll never watch them with you. We are we already know this okay. for, for a fact. You go watch your rom-com, we'll be fine. Sam, what do you okay. think, bud? My thing about... So, you know, being being one of the, the more independent voices, the thing that I think about cancel culture is it's one of the most clear examples of what happens when we go too far in one direction. I think the problem with cancel culture isn't that it exists, but mainly how it's been utilized. I think because of the way that it's been weaponized against people on uh, pretty much on a just wide, constant basis, the, the actual value of what it, what it meant originally has completely diluted. Cancel culture being this, this almost toxic growth that just seems to grow on all of us and in our culture, in our society, and it seems to just integrate into everything that we do. And my concern is that we, this is back to what we talked about on a previous show, is that, you know, we spend so much time trying to, trying to find the differences, disagree, whatever it may be. There's a million reasons not to get along with each other, but it seems like it's, it's so much more difficult for people to find reasons to be on the same side. Oh, I agree. The cancel culture, it kind of used to be the people that would be pushed out would be the ones that had these views that were just completely immoral in every shape of the word. It seems like that's kind of been brought down and scaled back to where now it's just like, if you disagree with anything I say, you need to be canceled. Absolutely. And that's where we get into the danger zone, because unfortunately, when people try to try to fix things or feel like they're fixing things, they go and form of a radical overcorrection, which is what we're seeing right now. Yep. But more, more importantly, I'll, I'll leave it there. I mean, let the past be the past, you know, uh, allow that, allow that to be judged by us in, in, in the future, um, you know, without trying to dictate what, what kind of history and past we're supposed to understand, appreciate, and believe. Agreed with that. And we all make mistakes. We all learn from those mistakes. We can all move forward. Noah here on Across the County, Andrew Gade, Sam McPeak, having a little bit of a lightning round of various topics here on the show today. Guys, I know the nation is trying to go green. Everybody wants to protect the environment. And especially here in the state of California, they want to do away with anything gasoline powered by 2030, I believe, is the year. And then I come across this article today, which just made me laugh, which was that there's not enough electric power for these electric vehicles. So because of this heat wave that we're experiencing here in California, don't charge your vehicles. We, we need to make sure that we have enough power to get through this heat wave. Okay, if you have one of these electric powered cars, guys, how are you supposed to drive it? The, summer is a thing. Summer happens. Uh, Andrew, let's start with you. 
Well, I was going to ask Sam actually because he's actually driving a Tesla. <laughs> um, but I'll, but I'll but I'll answer the question. Uh, I mean, you, you bring up a very good point. Um, I mean, in California, actually, currently there's a surplus of electricity from solar power. Yep. Um, but like you said, only because of the the small percentage uh, utilization of electric cars um, versus gas cars. Right now, it makes sense. But like you're saying, if we look at the other way around, you're right. We're not going to have enough power. So maybe everyone's going to have to work from home and. We're just not going to be able to go out during the day. <laughs> and maybe that's the grand scheme all along. I mean, uh, I, I mean, who knows? So what do you think about that, that electric car there, uh, the Sam? You, you're enjoying it now, obviously, but uh, does this uh, maybe uh, make you uh, do a little, oh, my gosh, maybe I'm not going to be able to drive it. I'm not liking this. You know what it makes me think of? It makes me think of right now where um, this is something that's uh, outside of our own universe, but the U, or I mean, outside of our American world, but in the UK, they have a massive push for the purchase of electric vehicles, right? Yep. But the problem is the infrastructure to be able to support those cars just doesn't exist yet. So a lot of people are just being pushed up to all of these chargers in a very small, concentrated area. And so there's all these plans, all these ideas that they're going to, you know, upgrade the charging infrastructure. And uh, there's a lot of plans to hear to, for, you know, progress. But the problem is that these plans that California has as a car guy first, let's, let's start with that. The idea that, that electric and internal combustion engine are going to be at least directly competitive in California it, by 2030 is, is ridiculous to me. It doesn't make any sense because there's no chance that that would make sense we, it, with the heat that we have here. It, it's the same thing with Arizona. Like it, it just doesn't make fiscal sense unless we're really putting a ton of money into electrical infrastructure to be able to upgrade the city and pretty much everywhere to be able to support that level of electric car. Oh, I agree. And I, I'm seeing various articles out there where it's just like, hey, when it, we all move over to this supposed new way of being able to make our cars powered it's not going to work it's not going to be able to be supportive unless something major changes but we're spending money on so many other things i don't think we're ever going to have the money for it i really don't i got a curveball i got a curveball for you guys do it i I agree um but here's the problem so maybe maybe the democratic california um you know our entire legislature is planning on this fact that everyone's gonna have to buy new electric cars and they're banking on that additional sales tax to make up for our budget um, that we're going to be seeing here, uh, you know, a few years when we run out of money after this COVID. <laughs> Very <laughs> so true. They're like, hey, we're we're gonna we're gonna find a way to get everyone to to buy new cars. But here's the thing: um, it, it's not going to work. And if we look at the U.S., I mean, still the majority of our electric power is is, is comes from burning coal and oil. So yep. I mean, electricity is still not clean. And they're talking about, too, with all of these car batteries, the electricity is, is clean, but the batteries themselves that are, that are you know, where the, the electricity goes are supposedly worse for the environment than this gasoline we still, is. We still don't have, we still have no idea how to dispose of these batteries yet. That's right. <laughs> Just like our nuclear waste. You know, we, we never plan ahead. So we're, we're, we're jumping the gun on this. Um, I think it's important that we, we move in a direction we do so smart, like Sam was mentioning. We need to make sure the infrastructure is there to support this. I agree. Okay, final question, guys. And of course, we're going to launch into nerd realm right now because we can and because I know Sam appreciates it oh so much. Uh, Yeah, so so Sam's definitely going first. Uh, It is Star Wars related, but it is kind of political related. So Disney has decided to change the name of Boba Fett's ship, the Slave One. It's been the Slave One since 1980 when the Empire Strikes Back came out to now simply Boba Fett's starship for certain merchandising. Now, I love Disney. 
you guys know this. I love Marvel, all, all things Star Wars as a whole. These are certain decisions that make you think. Uh, the Star Wars Never website, the, the, the website still listed as the original name, the Slave One, but their merchandising with Lego is now being called Boba Fett's Starship. And there's been no official announcement as to why this decision's been made, but I think the writing is on the wall. What do you guys think? Sam, we'll start with you. Well, I think this is just the the prime example of what happens when Disney decides to start nerfing things. Like to a certain to a certain extent, I understand. Like, I, I guess. Oh, I get it. I, I get it. But at the same time, like I don't think that that's what people were complaining about. Like I, I really, I. These are. This is just how corporate America tries to keep us to not focus on the actual issues that we're dealing with. They they change around these little things time by time, and then uh, the kids that come after us, the ones that didn't have all access to this Star Wars world that you and I had to had, like it's going to change, and that that you that universe that we understand is going to be a bit different in theirs, and so we're going to see how that evolves as new Star Wars come into the into the universe but i i just it, it's fascinating to me when companies make decisions like that with really no reason outside of uh we're just kind of like feeling like this is something we should do <laughs> we should do this and you know it'll make everybody happy if you ask me one it's the original name of the ship the slave one from everything i know in star wars geekdom there's not really a reason the ship is even called the slave one so there's nothing there it's also from a movie that's been around since the 80s it's a sci-fi movie and i'm just not seeing beyond the obvious okay maybe we just don't like the word and i get it why they're just changing it now. Slave is not a bad word. I mean, it is a word with negative connotations and it has a lot of negativity. I'm saying that as a black man, I understand that. However, I also understand that it is a word that is in the dictionary and does have a definition. It does exist. And so just by changing the word doesn't mean it doesn't, it, it's not real. It just means that you're trying to pretend it, it's not, it doesn't exist. And I don't think any black person in America was looking at Boba Fett's starship and freaking out and thinking, it's called the Slave One. I'm never going to like Star Wars. So I, it just seems like a waste of everyone's time. Oh, yeah. And there's a huge petition now that's being signed by people of all ethnicities that are saying, okay, this Disney, this is a bit too far. Let's change it back. It's probably not going to work, but they are getting some pushback. Andrew, your thoughts on this? All right. Well, I'm going to be short and sweet here. It sounds like another uh, situation of cancel culture. <laughs> seriously seriously literally i mean that's that you guys i just heard you out i mean that's what it sounds like right you're you're just you're slowly changing and modifying things um and you know so um that's that that's my two cents other than that i really i know other than the fact that i do remember the empire strikes back great movie yes i was born 81 so uh but all this new stuff it's a little bit uh over my head the but, fact uh, that you've seen uh, it i'm uh, the fact that you've seen the movie andrew i'm very impressed i've seen a few of them all right and enjoyed them yes i actually know the actor that played boba fett in star wars a new hope special edition i've been able to interview him on my radio show and podcast he's a tremendous individual and i like he's even come out against this and said i don't support this name change if you, you guys are going to do what you're going to do i'm paraphrasing here i will never buy any merchandise that it's where it's called boba fett's starship i won't do it and i think i'm in the same boat disney wants to make this decision let them that's fine i'm not going to complain too much but i'm not going to participate and buy merchandise that supports maybe whatever reason they use to well, do this that's, that's but that's how we have to prove things, right? With, with our money, you know? Um, and if we don't support it financially by purchasing it, that's going to send a message. Yep, I agree. Sam, what do you think? 
I couldn't agree more. I think that it's just, I, I'm tired of corporate America just trying to overcorrect and try and do things that aren't a, a useful designation of their time. There's so much other, so many other things in this world to be worried about, and I don't think that that's one of them. Amen. Well, love getting your thoughts on all of this, guys. And this, again, won't be the last time that we talk. So, again, if people haven't heard your show, shame on them. Change the conversation. Go ahead and tell us what it's all about and when they can hear you. Uh, well, actually, you know, we, we keep uh, we keep changing the conversation. We're, we're still figuring things out as we go. Um, there's really no subject left untouched. Um, and with me and Sam on the show, um, we're disabled. We're talking about a lot of just uh, relevant topics, um, you know, bringing things back down the core. Uh, shows airs on Saturdays, 8.30. You can also check us out on the podcast store, change the conversation. Um, but, but again, it's just been such an amazing experience uh, just becoming, getting to know Noah, um, the opportunity to be on your show a few times and, and looking forward to the next. Um, so, I mean, more, with everything aside, um, it's important that we, we start moving forward. Um, and start bringing this back down to to the base. You know what it's all about. What we're really doing here. Put our differences aside and uh, and and laugh and um, have some fun with it. You know that's what life's all about. You got to laugh and smile along the journey, man. You know I'm I'm glad to be here on the show. You know it's a uh, second time and it's always an honor to be able to uh, chat some nerd stuff with you. Uh, I'm, I'm glad to be here, bud. It's been a pretty cool experience being on uh, KPRZ and being able to join Andrew on this show on this whole journey. You know it's a uh, it's really cool. It's something that most people my age don't get to do, and I, I'm very cognizant of that, and I try and remember that when we get on, put the put the headphones on and get behind the mic. Like, this is a special opportunity, and it, you can't take it for granted. No, you can't. Uh, you know, and uh, I, I love having you guys as part of my conversation here on Across the County. I can't wait to go on your show, and I'm proud of you guys for what you guys have done with your show, Change the Conversation, just so far. I think it's been awesome. I can't wait to see where it's headed. Noah here on Across the County, and it's Change the Conversation, 8.30 to 9 p.m. every Saturday on The Answer San Diego. Check it out, theanswersandiego.com. Stay tuned. There's more coming up.